surfing readies for the Olympic changes. Hello and welcome to this edition of Around the Rings Radio. I'm Ed Hula. Surfing was hoping to make its summer Olympic debut in July in Tokyo, but with the certain postponement of the 2020 Olympics due to the coronavirus, the Games are now most likely to present surfing in 2021. Joining us for his perspective about these Olympic changes and the way Corona has led to upheaval across sport worldwide is Fernando Aguirre, president of the International Surfing Association. He's with us by phone from Argentina, where he's waiting out the Corona watch with family in his hometown of Mar del Plata. Welcome, Fernando. And first of all, how are things with you and the family through through all of this concern about Corona? Yes. Thank you for the opportunity. And with the families in Argentina has landlocked, you know, the country basically on uh, isolation. Many countries they went to an isolation very early on the on the process. So I think things are okay. There's a very small number in the hundreds of infected people, very, very few fatalities, single digit. So everybody has been put on on, on house. Uh, quarantine and we are obeying because we think we all agree it's probably the way the best the best way we have against this this unsurable virus that pop in our lives. And it's you 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 can't even go surfing, which is where you learn this sport and where you <laughs> like to practice it every day if you can. Yeah, you don't say that. I surf every day. You know me. I surf every day. My family, everybody that I know surfs. So this is just a sacrifice that you have to make. You know, considering all the things that could be wrong in life, this is a very small sacrifice. You know, there's many ways to train to prepare for when when we can on the ocean. In Argentina, in Mar del Plata, especially, there's illegal to go into the ocean. You know, break the quarantine is a it's a it's a felony. It's a it's a crime. So everybody is doing what it's supposed to do, which is good. Everybody's very supportive of the government. The government is, is leading by example. And, and uh, there's a lot of solidarity, a lot of, you know, it's like the president of El Salvador just said two days ago in a message in which uh, he announced a few measures to counter, uh, counter punch on the virus. He said, you know what? The number one cure for this virus, against this virus, is solidarity. So finally, you know, after so many years of each of us in, the, in our own little deals, now we're all having to come together because we have a common enemy. And a common enemy, it's an opportunity to work together. Well, your reaction uh, to the decision that came today, decision reached between uh, Japan and the IOC? Oh, uh, regarding the, the game date, I, I think, yeah, I think it's a wise decision. It's obviously, you know, the, the, uh, at the highest levels of Japanese government, Prime Minister and President Bach uh, have all the elements to look at, at, at the situation and how the situation could be in the next few months. And obviously, I, uh, you know, we're fully supportive of the decision. And if we have to wait another year, we, we wait another year. That's, that's nothing. We've been uh, the, the founder of Olympic of modern surfing, Yuka Hanamoku, in 1920 to have surfing included in the Olympics. So if instead of 100 years, it's going to be 101 years. Okay, well, we'll wait. We surfers are resilient. We know that sometimes I wait just escapes from us, we turn around and paddle the next one. That's what we learn. And do you think this change will lead 
to new qualifying for the Olympics? There's uh, surfers who've already qualified. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to venture into that. I think it's too premature. We'll have to look at, at, at many, many elements. You know, if the qualification will be the same one that we have, or we'll have to do like a half new qualification or total new qualification. You know, these are basically the options. I don't know. You know, this is too too early, too soon for me to to make an educated uh, comment about it. What about the venue in in Tokyo? Uh, I know they were getting it ready with uh, with with temporary facilities, but. Um, is there anything that you're aware of that would prevent it from being available in a year's time? No, 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 nothing that we know then uh, to believe uh, that it's, uh, it's a place that is going to be, as you said, it's on temporary, and I think most of the temporary infrastructure has not been set there. Probably all, none of it has been set up there. I mean, some works have been done on the ground, you know, water, maybe sewers, and things like that, but. But that was done anyhow, so I don't think there is any issue. For us, for our venue, we're not concerned at all, not at this time. And a time of year, if there's any variation in the in the time of year that the Olympics are held. Some people are mentioning there's a possibility it could be in the springtime or later on in the summer. Is there difference in the... Uh, there, there are waves, there, there are waves every, every around over there. It's okay, we're fine. We'll... We'll, we'll, we'll step up our game and we'll be there whenever it's needed. We're not concerned about the waves, the wave conditions at any time in, in, in during the year. So it's so good. Now, there will be many details to, to sort out with, with these changes. I imagine it's probably too early to say about the process that you'll go through with the uh, Tokyo organizers and the IOC about about changes about adapting to uh, a postponement. Yes, yeah, I think in my, of course you know the, the, it's mostly it's a very intense for the organizers because you have to like what you're doing and and now plan it again for for you know uh, later on sometime in uh, 2021. Okay, the Japanese are very good. people. The IOC, we have a lot of smart people that know how to run games. They've been doing this forever. And from the South of the Federation, you know, we run uh, events uh, 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 10 times size, uh, four or five times a year. We're ready. I don't think there will be issues. I think that when there is so many difficulties like that, this will be uh, an event that the whole world will want it to happen. It's like pressing vaccine, you know. We're going to be uh, last at the end of the tunnel and, and, and coming out of uh, the most difficult times that I can remember, or the most difficult times in the world. Uh, better for Berlin than ever before. You know, if this happened hundred years ago, we'll be completely different without antibiotics, without hospitals, without the technology that we have today. So we can forget how many tools we have to fight back. And we're going to fight back. Uh, you know, we're going to. We're talking with uh, Fernando Aguari, president of the International Surfing Association uh, from Argentina, a bit watery line, but uh, we're making, making the best of it. Um, do you think this postponement will help build anticipation for surfing and for the Tokyo Olympics? 
I think overall, this, this delay will prepare people. Like, you know, it's almost like, okay, ready, set, no. And everybody's really on the tip of their toes. So I think it's going to be, I don't think we're going to lose anything. I don't think we're going to lose any momentum. I mean, this is the talk. Since the news were announced, I received 100 emails and WhatsApp messages from around the world, from people, from friends, from the, the, the this is an important one that I wanted to, 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 to talk about it. I received an, an email from a Hawaiian lady. She lives in Hawaii. She's the most respected living um, biographer on Duke Hanamoku, the founder of Modern Surfing, and said that Duke was the 1912 gold medalist, 100 meters freestyle swimming. He was ready. He trained for 40 years for 1916. And then a few months before the Olympics, they were canceled. He probably would have won a couple of extra medals. He continued to train. He got really sick, and he continued to train. And in 1920, he won gold medals again. So, you know, that's a great example for me. If you don't know what, things are bad. It's super tough. You get tougher. It's tough for you, the toughest. That's the way it is. As I say, we're resilient, and, and uh, we'll make this happen. Will there be any conflicts with big events in 2021 for surfing? Anything that you have to watch out for in the calendar? No, I don't think so. No, no. It's, it's, it's early enough that we can make those changes. You know, the calendar of the Pro Tour is only announced in September and October of every year. So we'll have plenty of time. You know, we'll have plenty of time to move the, the, the pieces around and be sure that there is a good window for everybody. And as you know, surfing uh, uh, and the ISA were able together with the WSL, the professional tour to work together. And we had uh, our, the best top professional surfers and a very, very wide universality in countries, five continents. Uh, so we've done a good job and everybody in surfing is very, very excited about this. And now we'll have to get uh, continue to be excited for the next year. There'll be a lot of good news between now and then, I'm very and sure. And how has coronavirus affected surfing today? Have any of the top surfers gotten, gotten ill? Well, you know, you know, we are, yeah. No, we, we, have, we don't have positives that are known from, from top stars or top surfers. But, you know, this affects everybody, you know. The, the worst part is that we can only turn in the ocean. In many countries, in many, most of the countries in Latin America, the ocean now is bad. Bathing on the ocean is bad. Remember that the, the virus could, could, uh, could move through fresh water, and fresh water goes through the ocean, and then the oceans are there. So we don't really know the information of how long this particular virus will last the salt water. But the, uh, for the time being, we're all happy, and for the time being, we're not surfing. So uh, no, no casualties for sure report. And and uh, and let's not forget, this is not a virus that will kill you know 100% of the people or even 50 percent of the people that get the virus. This is a virus that right now is between one or two percent. So we'll see how that goes. But you know, this is not different from from any other um, uh, contagious viral illnesses that are. And you did have to uh, just pretty much as a child. It did affect the. Uh... It did affect the uh, the World Surfing Games set for El Salvador. Yeah, they were they were set for May, and we moved them to June two days ago in coordination with El Salvador, with the government, with the IOC, and with the professional league. 
very active, and we informed this uh, 40 hours ago. Now, that all we don't know. We need to uh, wait a couple of days, evaluate all the all the options, and then then we'll we'll have to make a decision on what what and when. Uh, finally, what lessons are there to learn from this whole episode with uh, with coronavirus that you, as a sports administrator, a sports leader, uh, can take away from this that your colleagues in elite sports can take away? Yeah, I think the, 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 this is from more than from a sports leader as a citizen of the world. And I live in many countries and I, trans, I travel around the world. I think the most important teaching of this is the most important things in our life are at home. And now we are going to be spending time, you know, doing the things that we procrastinated, spending time with our family, with our kids, with our parents, looking after people that need our help. So this is, this is a huge, a huge uh, benefit. I mean, not that I, that I wish it would have been this way. But sometimes, you know, nature or, or fate had this way of offering you uh, teachings, lessons. And, you know, the, the, the way we deal, you know, a lot of the things that we are day-to-day obsessed with or consumed by are not available right now. There's no restaurant, no place to go shopping, no movies. No, no parties, no concerts, no waves. So, well, but there's still life and there's still a need for health and there's still a need for family. And we're, we're a family, almost 9 billion people's family. And you know what? The fate of some of us is connected to the fate of all of us. Well, one of us is, is sick. We're all sick. And we realize that in a, in a terrible way. But sometimes that's the way you learn. You learn, you know, you learn on extreme situations, and this is the most extreme situation, other than a whole war, uh, that I can think of, and even more difficult because you cannot really see the enemy here. The enemy is visible until it produces symptoms. So this is a it's a, it's a huge opportunity for, for for mankind. The way we treat nature, the way we treat each other, the way countries treat each other. I think it's a huge opportunity. Of course, it's painful. But a lot of the times, uh, I don't remember going to school was pleasure. <laughs> it's probably painful for all kids. But we go through it and we learn. And we'll go through this and we'll learn. I'm sure I will learn. And I'm talking from the Secretary of the United Nations down to, to any athlete in any country in, 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 in the world. We're all learning. We're all, we're all kind of circling back to the true values that we should never left. And now we can have it both ways. We can have some of the benefits of modern society, but maybe in a more balanced way. And and in that sense, I think for the sports administrators, this is, you know, this is uh, this shows us how fragile our activities are. They could they could be stopped at any time, and then our life is completely different. Well said. Well, Fernando Aguera, thank you very much for taking the time to talk with us about this. Uh, Good luck in, in, in your journey and uh, best wishes to you and your family and, and the family in surfing. I'll see you soon, Ed. We'll see you soon, my friend, as well. Thanks again. Fernando Aguara, president of the International Surfing Association, and thank you for joining us on this edition of Around the Rings Radio. I'm Ed Hula. For more than 25 years, your best source of news about the Olympics is AroundTheRings.com.